Hello, and welcome to Back House Sessions with Dr. Belinda B. and Rena Glover, the show that helps you heal and deal. Today, we're going to talk about constructive criticism versus hating. Yes. How to take constructive criticism and how to give it. Mm, I like this one. Yeah. This is going to be a good one. Yes, I think so. Yeah, because uh, I feel like that is tends to be a, a point of dissension among people in relationships. Not like, like just amongst people in, in right. general. Right. It's very hard to... I know when I... It's been... I think I've had a hard time um, in my life being able to like figuring out how to criticize because I think I speak very direct sometimes. Mm -hmm. And in my experiences of just speaking directly to people, I've been kind of like, Aaron, that was a lot Mm. or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but in that, doing that like a younger, it made me just not say stuff. It made me kind of like go back because it was, uh, um, you know, I just felt like I I, I didn't want to say the wrong thing. But then now, like as I'm becoming an adult, like I have started to step into that a little bit, like, you know, step into that and just like just saying how I feel. And if you however you're going to take it is how you're going to take it. Like not trying to. Gotcha. Yeah, please. But either way, I've come amongst I've had a lot of relationships where I feel criticized. Uh Um, And Uh. and, uh, you know, sometimes it's like, is it is it? Am I being too sensitive? Hmm. Am I like, are they, is it shade? Like, is it shade? Like, you know, or or, I don't know. I have gotten people, I have had people say to me, that is so shady. And I'm like, no, but it was honest. It was a fact. Yeah. Like when the facts become shade? I, you know, but okay. But sometimes facts are shade because your your truth is a sh- is a shade. <laughs> like it, your your truth is shady. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes I guess how you say it too yeah. plays a role in it. But so most people in the world are not very thick skinned, no. right? And people become easily upset when they receive criticism. Yes. And the people who sometimes do act like they got thick skin have the Mercy thinnest. Mercy Lord. If you've ever noticed. <laughs> so yeah, it's a it's a very small demographic of people who can just take the truth. Who can just take it. So even when criticism is intended to be constructive, mm-hmm. the receiver may be sensitive mm-hmm. and that may cause them to respond with feelings of anger or guilt or sadness, especially when it seems like we're pointing the finger at somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, yes, because it's cool, really easy, especially when somebody criticizes you, mm-hmm. it's very easy to get defense because it's like, well, you're going to try to tell me something. Look at you, you know, look at, you know, look a lot of people you. get that, like, how dare you try to tell me something? And while you have things that you should be working on too, like, you know, Ooh, you brought up a good point <laughs> because last, was it the last episode we talked about? Everybody has an opinion. Yes. Right? So one thing to kind of be aware of is that when you're giving constructive criticism, you have to make sure you've constructed something. Mm. Like you need to be qualified to give advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yet. But wait, what qualifies you though? Because being somebody's friend qualify you? For example, (laughs) if you're trying to lose weight, right? Uh You don't take advice from somebody... Who hasn't been on the weight loss journey? Oh, big bitch. No. You ain't, tell- <laughs> you ain't telling me nothing, ho. Sorry. You ain't telling me nothing. Oh, my God. 
How dare you? I was not ready. <laughs> yes. How Unless, dare you? But in that vein, yeah. yes. Unless you're a trainer and you can point out, you know, how well someone has done and, you know, by using this program yeah. and eating these types of food at this type of time and they've transformed their bodies. Yeah. You're not really that qualified <laughs> to give advice. Right. Or even if you are a BB, I'll say, and you, and but at least you came down some, like you've been on the journey. We seen like, oh yeah, you was a, you know, you was 500. Now you 450. Like, okay, right. I see you sis. Like, I see you. Maybe now you can maybe. Say something to yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, people are free to have their own opinions, but again, everybody has an opinion. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when anyone is saying that they could have, that we could have done something better, you know, I like to see who's the source of this information. Okay. Don't tell me what I can do. I need to see that you've at least tried it mm-hmm. and it's done well. Like people, I remember people used to uh, criticize like Steve Harvey. How he going to write a book about uh, marriage, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And he'd been divorced three times. To me, that screams he has experience. Oh, okay. To me, yeah. like to me, it's like he's been through it three times. The right. thing messed up. I mean, you know, shout out Steve Harvey. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It happens. But along the way, you expect somebody to gain knowledge. And I think we become critical when people really do have real life experiences. I have a question. Yes. So, okay. So in that same vein, because I do, I don't know, Steve. I don't know, Steve. But... (laughs) (laughs) I can say he was right on everything, but he has gained knowledge. But he does have knowledge on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because in my sense, but does he have knowledge on what a man is going to do? Like... He has been a man in that situation, but he's never been a woman getting a man to do it. Mm. So that I think that's why a lot of people feel uncomfortable ab- about it. Because it's not like you have, you you deal with men in a different way. You sure. don't know, you deal with men how you deal with them. You don't know they be crying on our shoulders and acting like little babies or doing whatever they do. Well, he does know to an extent what he do. Yes. And maybe his friends have revealed or had conversations. Uh-huh. But I think some people have an issue with that because you really don't know. You don't know. So don't, but, he doesn't know what? You don't know how to, I, do you know how to get a man? Does he know how to get a man? Does Steve Harvey know how to get a man? Does Steve know how to get a man? <laughs> I, I don't, you know, he's telling us how, I guess. <laughs> you feel me like. I got you. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> you be getting up like, what's up? Like, okay, whatever. But I think so you that's prefer why. that advice from a woman. I guess he's saying. I don't know. I guess he's saying from his perspective, right? I guess what make what gets him on the <laughs> hook. Cracking up. What gets him on the hook is when right. a woman does certain things, right? Okay, so and that's, and- I guess from taking it from that perspective, if you want to know what men are thinking, I'm going to hope that he had some kind of focus group with his homeboys right. or something, right? And they talked about what you like, man. What you like? That's what you like. true. Like I was. Oh, but I understand what you're saying in that. How you going to tell me as a woman what it is I what need? What I need to what do. Need, uh, amen, sister. And I hear you on that. Yeah, I don't know. But See, I always bring up the wrong celebrities, <laughs> apparently. I'm really not that much into pop culture, as you can tell. So, Erin always, no, you know. She had a point. I'm sorry. I derailed. But anyway... <laughs> But okay. you need to know so, what you're talking about if you're gonna be critic if you if you're gonna give criticism. Constructive criticism. So think crit- about like a sports analyst or you know, usually they have constructed in-depth knowledge and research and they're basing their opinions off of statistical data, mm-hmm. aka research, aka facts. Yes. And it's not necessarily like. always the best or it feels good or whatever, but when people come with facts, facts are facts. Mm-hmm. But I think the best and only form of constructive criticism is when 
somebody has been where you are and they grew from it and they can tell you how. Yeah. So it's a difference when people are offering their opinions with no basis. If that was me, I would have, I prefer Mm -hmm. when it was me, what I did was right. That's real. That's real. And that's what constructing is. Okay. I get it. Yes. Constructed. (laughs) Constructive criticism. Okay. So. So you can't criticize at all if you haven't. Because what if I, I, this isn't necessarily my journey, but I see this ain't the the right way. Like, okay, maybe I ain't, you know, maybe I didn't go to this extent, but this ain't it, sis, brother. Right. Well, and you know that based off of. Yeah, I've seen it. You've Okay. Come on. Come on. All right. All right. If you see, if somebody using meth, right? I've never used meth, but I've seen the outcomes of using meth. Yes. I don't have it to try that to know what the outcomes can be. I cannot speak to the experience of why I started using meth, Mm -hmm. what it feels like to try to get off of meth, right? Someone who's been through that can offer that kind of. Right. So saying it's easy, like, oh, you got to do it. Yeah. You can't say that. You've never done that. So you can't speak on that. You only speak on the things that you can speak on. And then another sensitive topic. I'm getting goose y'all. Okay. (laughs) It's like domestic violence. Mm -hmm. People love to say, if I was her, I would have left a long time ago. Right. Mm, Would you? There's so many things that are layered in that relationship Mm -hmm. that needs to be considered. So first, one thing I do teach this class at a, at a college setting. And so one thing we talk about when it comes to family violence and abuse, mm-hmm. right? When we talk about domestic violence or interpartner violence um, in particular, we talk about how society will say, like, the woman is the victim. Let's mm-hmm. just say it's the man and the woman. Let's just, that's most research is based on that. Um, the woman is being victimized, right? Society says... Why don't you just leave? I wouldn't stay there if I was you. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to get out. Instead of looking at the man. What he's doing. And the behavior. And the situation's created. Yeah. And so, like, it's almost like somebody's standing there with, standing in the middle of the street and somebody has a big old boulder or rock and they push it at that person and they hit the person and you look at the person and say, why'd you fall? Why you didn't move out the way? Why you didn't get out the way? Yeah. Right? And... Getting out, I say this to say, getting out of a domestic violence relationship, there's finances involved, Mm -hmm. there's children involved, there's a lot of data about how people get killed Mm -hmm. once they leave, right? There's obviously the psychological, the physical, and mental, you know, those things that happen. close to them. And people love to be on the outside of these things and say what they would do when they probably do the same thing. Never been in it. Yeah. I could offer situation, you know, right? As a psychologist, I can offer ways and tips on how to be safe and all this kind of stuff, right? But mo- most of it is me listening to you and trying to see how we can navigate your experience. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people just sit on the outside and say whatever they they want to say. Mm. And it's just like, if I was you, if I was her, if I... Ah, you don't know. You don't know. Because it may be you. Right. That's why I really, that I really try not to do that. I would never stuff because... Anytime I seen somebody do that, or even in my life, the times I say I would never do that, I've been in situations and I I'm telling you have done a form of it or have done yes, it. Yes, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Like I was with I was dating this guy, this is some years ago, and this is when I was first starting my doctoral program uh-huh. journey. And I was taking um I was in 
um, probably abnormal psych or something like that. Okay. And I was dating this guy and I was also teaching uh, child abuse and violence and stuff like that. What is abnormal psych? I'm sorry. So uh, about psychopathology. So like the disorders. Oh, okay. So learning about the disorders. Okay. That's a good question. And so I'm like, all right. And I'm with this guy and he started exhibiting some signs and symptoms that I had been studying <laughs> and reading about and going to supervision about. And I was like, whoa, the only reason I think I was able to know that is because I was studying it because mm. on the outside of it, it was fine. Yeah. It looked great. It looked great. But then I started checking off boxes in my head like, and then started, cause you know, I like a little research. So conferring <laughs> with my other friend, my therapist friends, like check this out. He doing this, 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 uh. which I think this is. And we got the DSM out. I mean, it was like a real thing. What did and, he have and- at the end? <laughs> <laughs> What, did, what what were the results we came up to? I'm into it. <laughs> um, ooh, I don't know if I'm throwing nobody diagnosis okay. out. We don't know. Yes. Okay, fine. Um, but it was confirmed mm. by him that oh. that's what it was, right? And I was like, see? But see, I'm a, a trained eye. Right. How easy is it? For any of us to be caught up in a situation. Yeah. Anybody. So we all. Okay. Anyway, back to being haters and <sighs> being constructive criticism. Sorry. <laughs> it got deep. No, I liked it. That was good. That was it good. got really deep. Yeah, it did. All right. So we were talking about um, constructive criticism mm-hmm. and offering advice on things that you know about or that you've been that through and come out of. Yeah. Right. So now when... The best form, like we said, of constructive criticism is when someone has been where you are and they grew from it. Mm-hmm. They can tell you how, right? Everything else, when delivered in a like nasty way, it's just like a hater. Hate, an opinion. An opinion. Yeah. Who cares? Like, why do we care? Right. What you think? You care. That's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we don't care. Yeah. Belinda. Okay. Belinda doesn't care. No. Some people. Yeah. Because a lot of people get. Caught up in it, yeah. Yeah. And then people get offended when you say stuff like, well, how do you know? Right? <laughs> I, like, that's a good quote. That's a good way to, that's a good line to give somebody. How do you know? Yeah. Like, so last night I was with some people that I'm very close with, right? And all three of us are having different stages of grieving our grandmothers, mm-hmm. right? So my grandmother passed away, our grandmother, yes. everybody passed away in um, a November. And someone else, their grandmother passed away in the top of 2020. And then one's is struggling, you know, yeah. going through the process, right? Sick. And we were all able to give each other advice from a different perspective, right? Yeah. So the one whose grandma is struggling, our grandma's already struggled, right? So we were able to offer some things, right? One was more of a caregiver than the rest of us. And so she was able to tell us how... You know, it impacted mm-hmm. her, right? So you're able to learn and grow, even if it's the same kind of experience. If we sit and listen mm-hmm. and I think we know everything about everything, we can learn and grow. Mm-hmm. So constructive criticism, haters, we talked about what it is, and then we can talk about how to give it. <laughs> how do you give constructive criticism? I'll be like, look, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so... I give constructive criticism. I try to give constructive criticism by letting them know first, I'm not trying to tell you 
No, I'm not trying to like boss you around. This is just where I'm coming from. So you set the stage. I do. Okay, I try to nice. I set the mood right. Okay, hmm. know where I'm coming from. First. That's it. And then I'm gonna just say it. Like, <laughs> look, I've been noticing this, and then this happens a lot. And like, you know, you should, you know, I, I, I think that it's best that you do this or do that or yeah, yes, or or I'll tell you how I, it made me feel. I'll try to do that too. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Ding, okay. ding, yeah. Ding. I've been trying to do that too a little bit more as I'm growing. Yes. You know what that's called? What? I statements. Okay. I say you make it all about you, but in the most appropriate way. Right? I feel disrespected when I cook dinner and you don't come home on time to eat it. In the future, I would love if you could tell me that you're going to be late. Mm, okay. Versus, you don't ever come home on time. I asked you, you asked me to cook. I cooked. I ain't cooking no more because you don't know how to respect me. You don't know how it feels to stand over the <laughs> stove all day. And so I guess you're going to go to Jack in the Box and figure it out. Oh, because yeah. I'm not about to be here all night doing this. Like I don't. It's pissing me off. Yeah, I don't receive that well. Right? Yeah. So one of those is talking about how you feel mm-hmm. versus talking about what someone else is or isn't. And when you start saying you to people, mm-hmm. people get defensive straight up. When somebody say you are, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you did this. Like, now I'm listening to respond to you. you right. can't, we can't even get to the issue. Right. Because you are, woo, 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 right? So it goes back and forth. Yeah. I like the I statement. Because um, when you did first start saying the I statement, I did have something to say back, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you said, this is what I need you to do, I was like, oh, okay, this is more helpful. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I got direction. Like, because a lot of people will just tell you how they feel and just throw it on your lap, and it's like, okay, like, and you ah, feel attacked. Like, you feel what am I attacked. To do with this, yeah. like, okay, like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, you know, right. But like, what do you need me to do next time? Next time this happened, what? Right. Or like, because request, um, takes us toward cooperation, like cooperative learning. Like, yeah. we're, we're going to work together versus a snide remark or a put down or a negative. Criticism. Yeah, I love a good snide remark. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know who's the best at snide remarks to me? Who? Oh, I grew up in the Baptist church, y'all. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. a church mother. Oh yeah, they're the best. Yeah, especially because slick and snide remarks. <laughs> you like it's really oh. a skill. And yeah, and it's hard, and it's hard, and they feel more emboldened in it because they know you can't say nothing to you them. Can't too. say nothing back. Nothing. You be like, oh. Yes, we need to have an episode on how to get, uh, how do you get old folk together? (laughs) I guess you can't. (laughs) I ain't trying. Let me tell y'all something. Because Uh -uh. you can't be rude to me. I had I I learned deference a long time ago. (laughs) I guess they say what they want to say. I just, yeah, just mind your business. (laughs) Maybe I can offer some feedback. Yeah, you know, yes, little episode. Yes, come on. (laughs) So we have I statements where we talk about how I feel. Versus what you did, right? Mm-hmm. Because the you puts people on attack. And when people are on attack, they feel like they need to defend themselves mm-hmm. or re- uh, retaliate. Um, there's also the feedback sandwich. Okay. Right? Positive, negative, positive. So positive is the bread. The negative or the feedback you want to get is the meat. Yeah. However. And then the other, the bottom is the bread. Okay, you're pretty. However. You said what? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so... 
Hold if on. you want to go ahead. No, I was going to say, can we practice this? Because, sure. okay, so an I statement. Okay. You say, I did something. <laughs> yes. No, I felt a way uh-huh. when you did this, right? Okay. Or is that, does that include, is that a you? So when I say, because no. I feel like sometimes my I statements may still turn into you statements. So I felt like you did this. Right. But see the way I, but I statements to talk about how you feel. So I feel, oh, okay. so let's think of a situation. Okay. Let's say, um, we'll practice. Let's say you have free therapy for the week, y'all. Come on. Let's say, um, okay. I said something, um, that you felt like offended by. Does that? Like I didn't like some you was wearing. I didn't like. Somebody said, oh, that's good. Somebody said something about what you were wearing. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. So. So, okay. So you said something and then they tried to act like it was, okay. They did it in front of the people. Okay. Okay. And yeah. they did a bunch of, okay. So. And so how would that make you feel? You think if somebody did that to you? It would hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. It would make me feel, oh, I have to give an actual emotion. Come on, you far ahead. I'm really trying, like y'all. You're I, doing this fantastic. A journey, okay? okay. Fantastic. Absolutely. No, because that is something I had a really hard time mm-hmm. with doing. I realized I could not identify my emotions. Like, I, you know, like I, I was hurt, but like. Am I sad? Am I mad? Like I had a really hard, for a really long time, I had a hard time like really identifying how I was feeling. You're doing Um, great. And I went to therapy and she helped me to figure that out. Shout out to therapy. Shout out to therapy. No, it really does. It really does. It helps. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) when you said that, it made me feel sad. Good. When you said that, it made me feel sad because? Because I like the clothes that I put on and the people that we were around are judgy. And I felt like if you did have something to say about my clothes, you could have just said it to me in private. Right. Good. So. Right. Or I didn't. I messed so, up. So no. So okay. you did say what you need, but in, so so say those exact words. So I felt sad when you talked about my clothes in front of other people because those people are very judgy. In the future, I would really appreciate if you don't like something that I'm wearing that you pull me to the side and yeah. talk about it because you or- communicate the need and literally tell them this is what I need from you. Okay. Yeah. So it hurt me because I feel insecure about myself already. And you added to that. It it, it felt like you were adding to it as opposed to just giving me feedback. And if you said that to me, I feel like, Oh my God, that's not what I was trying to do. Right. Right. I would feel bad. And I'd be like, okay, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Okay. Yeah. Versus you saying something like, don't talk about me like that. Look at how you dress. I don't say nothing in front of And you wear that polka dot sweatshirt. Don't nobody (laughs) say nothing about that. Right. You know, then it's like, well, I was just trying to tell you. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to be your friend. Yeah. And then it becomes something about not getting to the issue. The yes. issue is you felt sad and because it added to your insecurity. Right. And somebody can hear that. Yeah. But sometimes it. it's un- it's uncomfortable to say I'm insecure about it too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think that sometimes is hard too. But okay. That anyway. super hard. Okay. That was good. So we got the I statements. We got the sandwich. So the sandwich. Right. So you start with the positive. Then the middle is what they need to improve. And then the positive again, right? So you start off by focusing on somebody's strengths. Okay. Like what you like about it. So I love that you my friend, but I didn't like how you was talking about my outfits in front of all them people. But uh-huh. you know, I love you. So hopefully we can figure it out. Come on! Okay. Rena, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> you know what? Like, Dr. B and Dr. Rena. Okay, like yes. she from the school of hard knocks. Like the back house <laughs> session school doctor. Like it's nothing. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> right? So yes, if somebody, if you created a website and people are like, you know what? 
I'm so excited that you created that website. I love the layout. The colors are fantastic. You're going after your dreams. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, however, there are two things that may be able to be improved. Oh. So I saw some typos. And then maybe um, the header, it was a little too bright based on the font. And mm-hmm. so maybe, you know, we could switch that up. But overall, great work. I love it. Love the design. Mm. Love the layout. I can't wait to see what comes as a result. I love that. Okay. Boom. That's the... It disarms people. Come Aaron, you got all the words today. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you do. And I'm so... I'm happy. Let's all play like my sister's a dummy. She's super smart. But I'm getting goosebumps because I like to talk about these kinds yeah. of things. <laughs> and you have it. I'm yes. excited that I have some you of these, <laughs> these concepts together. <laughs> Another way to give it. Focus on the situation and not the person. Mm. Focus on the situation and not Ooh, the person. Depending on how long it's been going on, <laughs> it start becoming about them too. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're giving pre- uh, feedback on somebody's presentation, you must say, you know, you're real boring. Oh. <laughs> Your talking made me want to fall asleep. I want it to die. <laughs> you could say, hey, you know, you use the feedback sandwich, you use the bread. Okay. Right. And then you say, I thought it was good. Oh, but there were some things that could make it a little more concise. What if in the beginning, you talk about this for five minutes, then 10 minutes here, and then another five minutes. And what is this called? The feedback? This is called focusing on the situation, not the person. Oh, okay. So instead of saying you're boring, say, let's be a little more concise. Oh, okay. Instead of being like, you was rolling your eyes back and doing this, you needed to really just give the three facts? Yeah. So instead- if somebody is talking for a long time and they're not hitting the points and now we're all bored, instead of saying... If you want the person to listen to you and take your yeah. feedback, you know, instead of saying, oh my God, that was boring. Yes. You said, you had great information, right? Uh, I think we can be a little more concise because it ran a little long. Yeah. Right. Let's try this, this, and this. Right. But I'm excited about what it is you're offering. Okay. Yeah. Communication okay. is key. Then next one, be specific with your feedback, like be on target with what you need to say. So if, um, an example, like if you say something like, you always late, mm-hmm. right? You always late. I need you to be on time, right? Mm-hmm. You can say something like, you know, I've noticed that on Sundays when it's time to go to church, I want to be there and be seated. And it seems like you run a bit late making breakfast. How about we try getting up a little earlier? So that we can make breakfast and then be ready to go out the door. Mm, okay. So being very specific about what it is that you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I like that. That was easy breezy. And then when you comment on stuff, comment on stuff that, that action can be taken with. Like comment on actionable items. Okay. Right? Stuff that, that I can actually improve. <laughs> right? So if you say so brown. Like, yeah. <laughs> Your voice is husky. Huh? Right. Your hips are wide. Like, um... You're tr- people like, you so tall. I know. Really? Like, what do you want me to do about that? Yeah, like, why'd you even tell me that? Like, okay. I remember I came back, um, somebody, uh, one of the older ladies from the church. Hallelujah. I came back from, um, college one and she was like, oh yeah, you starting to get big. I want to say, oh, you starting to look old. Like, I want to say, <laughs> ma'am, I don't get, you don't know what I'm going through. <sighs> 
I wanted to go. <laughs> you start to look. Oh. But it's just not like you're just not constructive. Thank you, Lord, for holding that's why I don't like job. when people. That's why people don't like being like when the body positive. Like you don't have to comment on it. There's nothing that this is right. me. It doesn't have anything to do with you. Yes. Or I can't fix anything about it. So what is the point of commenting on it? Yeah. And what if I'm okay? What yeah. if I'm okay with it? Like, okay. Yeah. You know. So if, what if somebody's okay with being like. Like the, cause some people, that's what the, the, a lot of times people don't realize it themselves. And so you try to comment on it until they get offended. But I guess that's just their problem, right? Like, what do you mean? Like if somebody is, um, uh, offend, like, offended by your criticism even when you try to I guess maybe if somebody's offended by your criticism even when you're trying to add those little layers because they don't see the issue so they don't see well maybe they're not ready to change is what you're saying yeah and so at that point you just gotta let it go people have to be ready to change that's the whole conversation itself yeah if there's something called stages of change and there are six stages mm-hmm. and in the first the first stage, you're not ready to even hear. You don't even recognize it as a problem. If somebody doesn't recognize something as a problem, how are they going to change it? They don't see anything to be changed. Yeah. That's called the pre-contemplation stage. But we can go through this whole thing on an, yeah, um, another, another podcast because it's real. You're trying to help somebody. They don't want my help. Well, they're not ready. Yeah. People ain't ready to hear some things. And so they don't have to drive you crazy and you don't drive yourself crazy trying to get them to do what you want them to do. Right. They're not ready. And yeah. when they're ready... Guess what they'll do? Reach out, ask questions, you know, ask for help, whatever. Some people are not ready and that can give you peace. Yeah. And uh, I'll keep praying for them and I'll be here when they are ready. That's what it is. Um, Then another way to get feedback is give recommendations on how to improve. So we've talked about that. So be specific and then explain the rationale behind your recommendation. Right. Mm -hmm. So and then the last one is don't make assumptions. Right? I like that one. When you provide criticism, do so with what you know to be as a fact about the subject and about the person. Don't make assumptions. Yeah. Not only does it make the person look bad, it makes you look bad, especially when your assumption is wrong. Yeah. You know what they say? Uh, 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 ASS uh, makes it when you assume it makes an ass out of you and me. That's what it does. <laughs> I remember it. That's what it does. That's what it does. So that's how you give it. Now this podcast got listen. How you receive it? How do you receive criticism? You have to listen respectfully, mm-hmm. right? When somebody is trying to tell you something negative, it's easy to get upset. Mm-hmm. And to focus on only the critical aspects of the discussion. And you might be tempted to jump in like, well, you, and then you'd be negative back. Yeah. But just listen and give the person a chance to fully explain their concerns. What are some ways to like, <laughs> to I hold off you... on that impulse? Just wait. <laughs> if this person sometimes know, I try to keep around me people that I know have good intentions for me. Yeah. Right. If you're around some frenemies and all that kind of stuff, that gets iffy. But people that have good intentions for you are people that are an expert in the field you're trying to get in and they're giving you feedback. It's e- it's easier because you're like, OK, this person has some knowledge, some experience or they care and love about me. Yeah. So they're trying to make me better. So maybe that could be a way to yeah hold off on the impulse. Knowing that the people around you care about that. Hopefully the people that you have around care. And if they don't, that's something you got to look at, too. Exactly. Exactly. So next, be sure you understand. 
So make sure when somebody's giving you constructive criticism, you can ask, like, could you clarify? Like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. That's again, that goes back to constructive criticism needs to be specific. Yeah. What are you trying to say to me? Right. Then acknowledge the speaker's point of view. You may start to disagree and feel a certain kind of way, Mm -hmm. but also realize it's not easy for that person to give it to you either. Yeah. So that can be disarming. Like, okay, I know it took a lot for her to come and say X, Y, and Z to me. Even though I don't give a dang huh. on what she just said. Like, or he. I appreciate you coming to me, yeah. telling me what you think, right? So it's it's a good way to kind of disarm and let them know that it's okay for them to come and speak to you about their concerns. Yeah. But you can say, however, I, I didn't want that. Or you just say, thank you for speaking to Here, me. Here's next. Oh, don't me. become defensive. Boom. We all want to be accepted, appreciated for who we are. And then we get embarrassed sometimes or feel guilty or ashamed when people notice a problem behavior or we made a mistake and all that. So that's why it's hard to accept constructive criticism. But being open to learning means that you don't have to always defend yourself. Mm -hmm. Know that you can learn from a negative outcome, especially if it's going to help you grow as an employee, as a friend, as a partner, as a boss, as a you know wife, a husband, mm-hmm. a parent, right? You got to be able to take it and try to maintain a positive, um, humble outlook. Yes. Yeah. How to stay comfortable in the uncomfortable. Yeah. Come on. I think that's very important. It's so true. Avoid escalating tensions when people start getting high and getting hot and heavy and all that kind of stuff. Maybe we need to step away for a moment. Yeah. And then revisit. Come back later. That's okay. And then follow up with a positive action. After you've accepted somebody's criticism graciously, accept responsibility for making changes that will help things improve. Yeah. I'm going to work on that. Thanks. Right. And don't do it. Pretend. Right? Mm-hmm. Really try to, you know, follow up with a positive action. Mm-hmm. And then last, take the initiative. You don't have to wait for other people to give you constructive criticism. You can ask. Yeah. Ask for people's opinion. Ask for experts' opinion who who are in the field. Ask people and friends and, you know, who have gone through experiences and you've seen them grow from it. Mm-hmm. Ask. Yeah. How'd you get here? Yeah. Like, I'm really sad. You know, pa- I've never parented a kid before. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes stuff happens and I got to like, oh, I got to ask people, what did you do when this happened? Right. How does this work? You know? And so... Sometimes you don't have to wait for it. Go get it, girl. That's good. But yeah, that's constructive criticism. Don't be a hater. Yes. Give good constructive feedback and then also learn how to receive and it. And take it. That's how you heal and, and you deal. deal. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So that was the end of our podcast today. Thank you so much for coming. Yes. Um, the grab back episode is coming. I know I've been talking Woo! about it for a while, but the grab back episode is coming. And so we have also come to understand that some of you guys know us or maybe yes. you feel uncomfortable asking us questions because, you know, you may feel like we, you know, no, we ain't judging y'all. We don't care. We really, really don't. Not. Like, honestly. <laughs> like, 100%. Like, honestly. Like, um, but, but really, but even if you have those kinds of thoughts, whatever, we do have now like a, a, a form. If you go to our um, Instagram, page it's in the link um and you can go to our uh back house sessions uh podcast at back house sessions podcast is our instagram name and so you can go to the link 
Um, there's a, a, a form there. You can ask a question anonymously. Give us a little details. Let us give us your yes. fake name so we don't even have to deal with who, who you may be. Come on, Alias. and we gonna and we gonna talk about it. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So and then also if you have any other questions or concerns, we are also taking questions from um, Backhouse Sessions Podcast at gmail.com. So thank you for coming. Thank we you. love you guys. Love Happy y'all. Wednesday and have a good one. Bye. Bye.